0: Welcome to the Veterans Perspective. Presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. With your host, Director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams.
1: Welcome to the Veterans Perspective. I'm your host, Zanetta Adams, Director of the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. Today we're discussing veterans and employment and specifically key takeaways from our recent Veteran-Friendly Employers Innovation Conference. The conference attracted dozens of employers to Grand Rapids to discuss ways to match veterans with good career opportunities in Michigan. Joining us today will be Joe Sore, Employment Analyst for the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, Mike Poyma, one of two Veteran Readiness and Employment Specialists who cover the state of Michigan for the Department of VA, and Corey Kelly, a Navy veteran from Rocket Companies. Listen, you know, these are great conversations, great information. If you are looking for employment, it's a great opportunity to hear from some of the employer perspectives. But if you're an employer, it's also a great opportunity to learn more about how you can become a Michigan veteran uh, friendly employer. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. Welcome back to the veterans perspective, you know, today we're talking about veteran employment and key takeaways from the recent veteran friendly employment innovation conference that we held in Grand Rapids a couple weeks ago. You know, uh, we talk about employment we're hearing numbers about um, unemployment in the state. Um, We hear about unemployment amongst veterans, but you know, uh, one of the key challenges really, you know, at this point, I think in time is, is the labor market. You know, first off, there's a labor shortage. We are, we are consistently um, looking for, and, and when I say we, I mean myself included, looking for skilled uh, workers who um, are just who are ready to get in there and, and do that work. And so sometimes, um, sometimes I would say there, I won't even say sometimes, there are a lot of jobs out there. There are a lot of job opportunities, and it really is an employee's market to be able to find what they want at the price in the, the, the hourly wage or the salary that they're looking for. Um, and in, employers are having a hard time finding and keeping qualified workers. So if you fall into that category as one of those folks who are hardworking and you're like, yes, yes, that's me. I'm looking for a job. I encourage you to give us a call at one 800 Or you know what? Download our y Michigan app. That's YMI. And it's available on Android or, you know, um, Apple iOS phones or devices, it's a free app, and it's an app that not only can connect you to employers veteran friendly employers in your area. But it's also an app that can uh, connect you to veteran service officers in your area. It can it can show you what veteran-friendly schools are in your area um, and so much more. So it's a great app. If you have not downloaded, I encourage you to download it because it can really assist you. And you can apply for some jobs right there um, through that app. Um, you know, one of the other things is, you know, we talk about the labor pool and we, thought, we talk about veterans. We have the 11th largest veteran population in the country um, yet we still have so many open jobs in all different fields, whether it be teaching, you know, manufacturing. Now we have like, uh, we're going to be having jobs for um, creation of chips and electronics, which all of that sounds really exciting if you're into that. Um, But, you know, we don't have an active duty base. So we really have to like look for that veteran talent pool. And I know that that talent pool is here. I know that, um, there are folks here who may not even be claiming their veteran status. They may not be saying that they are a veteran because maybe they didn't serve in combat, or maybe, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't um, serve for more than your first term, or you know, maybe you served in the National Guard. But whatever the case is, I would say for the purposes of, of of hiring and what we're doing here, you are a veteran, and you should definitely reach out to seek those opportunities for veterans and also spouses too. Many of these uh, veteran-friendly employers have spouse of veteran hiring programs as well. So as, as I said, we, we lack this active duty base here. And so our pool is is really going to be folks who are coming into Michigan. Um, but you know what? It's, despite these challenges, we still have many, many veterans in Michigan, like like yourselves, that are looking for rewarding careers, and employers are looking to hire them. So the opportunity is there, my friends. Um, You know, we have 529 veteran friendly employers here in Michigan. That's, that's a lot. And there's a lot of jobs. Um, There's also programs like SkillBridge and Army Pays, which match active duty service members with companies looking to hire them as they transition out of the service. So if you're one of those individuals who um, may be looking to transition out or you know some folks, maybe you have some family members who are in another state and you're like, I want them to please, please come back to Michigan tell them about the skill bridge program, tell them about Army Pays, um, tell them about some of these different opportunities where they can actually come back to Michigan, get a, get a leg in and an opportunity to fill out these jobs and then they can come back. Also, programs like veteran, um, Veterans Employment Services through Labor and Economic Opportunity, which is a state uh, department, and then Veteran Readiness and Employment through the VA match Disabled Veterans with Employment Opportunities as well. And so, you know, you can be, I think it's 10 or 20% service-connected disability, and the vet- the VA can help connect you with a job, or Leo can help connect you with a job here in the state. So there are a lot of opportunities, and if you don't know about them, take advantage of them. But most importantly, listen to the folks who are going to be on the show today. Mike Poyma especially can help you understand more about veteran readiness employment, which used to be voc rehab, but it really is about getting you ready to get into that next job and whatever that takes. Um, and then, you know, finally, you know, when it comes to retention, our um, conference panelists agreed that one of the best things to keep veterans on the payroll is to create veteran employment groups. So these are those um, those EGRs or ERGs, which um, within a, a company, it's all veterans that kind of maybe they they have lunch together or they're talking about ways to kind of grow in the company. This is an opportunity for those all of us, many who've lost our community, I would say, and then to have that community within that working uh, company. So, you know, there are many things that we can talk about from Meijer to Michigan State Police. You know, we have, there are veteran affinity groups out there and they're highly effective in giving the veterans a voice and keeping them connected with each other and even building company pride. So, Um, If you don't have one of those at your company and you know there are other veterans working there, I would encourage you to speak with your supervisor about maybe starting one. But also, if they're not a veteran-friendly employer, have them give us a call so we can let them know what they need to do so they can become a veteran-friendly employer. So we have, we have a bunch of great guests today, um, and I'm excited to, to have them on. We have Corey Kelly from Rocket Companies. We have Joe Sore from the MVAA, and of course, we have Mike Poyma from the VA. So uh, we have, again, an exciting show for you. I know we've talked a lot about employment. We're going to continue to talk about employment because it's important. It's an everyday uh, challenge sometimes that people deal with. As always, um, just a reminder: if you want to be a guest on this show, please visit us at www.michigan.gov/mvaa. Go to About Us, scroll down to the bottom, and then check out the information there to be on the WJR show. And if you have any questions, you're interested in employment, or you have any other resources that you need, you can always call us at one 800 mishfed That's 1-800-642-4838. All right, stick around. We'll be up with our next guest, first guest, right after the break. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. Joining me as our first guest is Joe Soar. Joe is an employment analyst for the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency and currently works with over 500 veteran-friendly employers across the state. He's an Army veteran and earned a bachelor's degree in business administration from the University of Phoenix and a master's degree from the Central Michigan University. Welcome back to the show, Joe.
2: Hey, good morning, ma'am. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, it's so great, and you know, you know, we're talking about veteran-friendly employers today, and we're talking about the recent conference that um, you uh, held and spearheaded um, in Grand Rapids on September 29th. And uh, you know, we know that that drew dozens of employers to Grand Rapids, and 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 it's a great program, right? There's over, what 529 employers in the veteran-friendly employer program. Yep,
2: it is. Yep.
1: So gold, silver, and bronze level. That's, that's amazing. And I, I think it seems like we are continuing to uh, garner interest on a regular basis, right?
2: Absolutely. And the program has grown, you know, especially since COVID, um, the onset of the COVID situation changed the game and employers are looking at different ways to attract talent, and they know what veterans bring to their organizations. They see the value and the differences that veterans make. Uh, They're looking for employers, employees that are uh, ready to lead, ready to get the job done and make money, but at the same time, bring in that value system and that culture that aligns with their organizations and making their uh, organization stronger.
1: You know, um, you know, we're going to talk about um, ways that you can people, someone can become a veteran-friendly employer. But, you know, one of the questions or the comments that I hear, and and this is me paraphrasing all of them into kind of one question, is um, from from employees or potential employees, is like, are they really veteran-friendly? I mean, what what really makes them veteran-friendly, and how are you tracking that? Can you can you answer that?
2: Yeah, I can, and it really does make a difference being veteran-friendly. I, you know, I'm gonna. Circle around to that, but looking at it from another perspective, right? I'm going to answer it from the employer's perspective. So it kind of helps a veteran employee know what they have to go through and why they want to become a certified veteran-friendly employer. And it starts with, you know, the tangible benefits, right? and looking at what does an employer gain from being a veteran-friendly employer. And they want to be, you know, they want to market themselves as a veteran-friendly employer and be listed on our website and have their organization's um, job openings featured there. So that that tangible benefit along with the YMI app and getting those specific postings out to, you know, thousands of veteran job seekers, military-wide, and the ability to market themselves and use that logo on their own internal websites uh, makes them very valuable. Um, we have that one-on-one connection with our veteran-friendly employers, and we connect them to those services that provide that one-on-one veteran uh, job. You know, like job counseling, resume writing, and those. You know, we connect them to uh, VES as well. So it's all of those tangible benefits and job postings that they're attracted to. But it also says so much about the intangible benefits. And knowing that this is an organization that is dedicated to veteran culture, that understands what it means to be a veteran and understands that that's the type of employee that they want to attract in their organization. And all of those intangible things, I mean, me looking looking at that as a veteran and looking at all of those value systems that we you know, um, that we just enjoyed during our service and knowing that organizations understand that culture and make those steps to be veteran friendly um, it is really, really beneficial to our employers. So really, now looking at it from that veteran's perspective, knowing that an organization that went through, you know, these different steps to become certified um, just tells you that they are interested in, in employing veterans, and they understand your culture, and they want you to work there. That's a really big deal. We don't give the certification away. I would say to any organization that wants to become certified veteran-friendly with us, it is not difficult, as long as you're you know, willing to do you know just uh, the, the right things, the simple things. The bronze certification is, is very achievable. We don't ask a lot. But I will say silver and gold, the higher you go in the rankings, it becomes more difficult to achieve. And the best way to look at that is, you know, if if we have 500 veteran-friendly employers and 80 of them are silver and 21 of them are gold, that should tell you right there statistically how hard it is to achieve that gold status. So if you're a veteran job seeker, And you see a gold level certified veteran friendly employer, you know that they are doing everything out there to attract and retain veterans in their organizations that tells you that you know they're going to have a employee resource group for veterans that tells you the you know they're going to do things like potentially. You know, give you paid sick time off for VA healthcare appointments. They're going to pay job. If you're a currently serving National Guard or reservist, they're going to you know meet pay differentials. If you make more on your AT or on active duty, or if you make less on active duty, they will potentially make up those differences in pay.
1: Wow, yeah, that's that's amazing. Those are great benefits, and uh, I'm not sure how many other states have the program that we have, but I know that our veteran friendly employer program received the Abraham um, Lincoln Pillar Award from the VA um, for innovation and being that first program in the country so um, continue, we're leading the way and I, I love that I love that we are working with others um, to do that and so you know you had these you had these individuals at the conference and you know what was the purpose of this conference well
2: it starts with networking we want to get together and you know bring these employers and they have questions what does it mean how do what does it mean to be veteran friendly how do i attract veterans into my organization that's you know a big question on their minds we get together and we network and we get the latest and greatest out there and we get the opportunity to learn from each other so we go out and we find the best instructors in the business or the best presenters in the business and we give you the most valuable and relevant information if you're a veteran friendly employer and you didn't get to attend this year I know it's sold out fast, but, you know, register quick when it comes out next year, it, it'll be absolutely worth it.
1: And if you're not a veteran-friendly employer yet, then you should become one and, and reach out to Joe at MBAA because then you would be able to get access to next year's uh, educational uh, training. Um it, so, you know, we 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 have this, this conference and we have, you know, all of these tools. One of the things that came out of this conference was um, employers becoming Michigan veteran connectors. And I know we've talked on this show about a Michigan veteran connector. And that's that, you know, that's that's becoming this connector. You don't have to be a veteran uh, organization, um, you know. And, and in fact, we're looking for those who aren't veteran centric organizations to actually learn more about, um, veterans and veterans speak and and then um, be willing to start asking have you or your family member served and then connecting veterans to resources out there which is you know through our resource that we have we can connect them to all those resources out there you know what was the desire or I saw that people were signing up to become Michigan veteran connectors as employers and they're already veteran friendly employers which is great you know what what was some of the feedback that you received for people that wanted to become these connectors like why was it important
2: no, it's, it's absolutely phenomenal. What we're finding is those that want to become connectors are doing the right thing. So by being a veteran connector and asking your veteran employees, have you served, you're, just, you're learning who has that military service, but we're connecting them to those resources. And we are finding a lot of success in the employer world. The reason it's such a great fit is because it gives the employer the opportunity to care for their employee and do the right thing and take care of them. And when you do that, it just creates that type of culture that, you know, you want to be a part of and success breeds success and, you know, just leading to better morale and employee retention. I mean, such key important topics, but um, being a veteran connector has been massively successful. We, we had over 40 people sign up to be veteran connectors at our conference new employers, that was incredible. I I really wasn't expecting that much. And then, you know, the feedback after the conference, you know, the, I've had at least 20 different uh, organizations reach out and ask for me uh, for advice and tips on how to improve their, their connector
1: program as well. Wow. And I know some of them that are that are sharing it with their customer base as well. So that's really exciting. Well, you know, as as always, our time has run short. Um, this has been a great conversation, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today and um, being willing to do all that you do with uh, veterans out there So and, and veteran-friendly employers for sure. Thank you.
2: Oh, thank you, ma'am. It's great to be here.
1: All right. When we come back from the commercial break, we'll be joined by our next guest. So stick around. We'll be right back on The Veterans Perspective.
0: Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. Now, your host, director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams.
1: Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. I'm your host, Sonetta Adams, Director of the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. And our next guest up is Mike Poima. Mike is an employment specialist with the VA, and he's been with the VA for nearly 16 years. He's also the Executive Director of Invest Vets, a community based organization that connects employers with veteran and veteran talent. Mike has a bachelor's degree from Ohio State University and is an Army veteran. Welcome back to the show, Mike.
3: So, Netta, it's a pleasure to be back with you. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I mean, it's, it's so great for you to call in and, and, and be present to talk about something really important for our veterans in Michigan, which is employment.
3: Yeah, well, thank you very much for having me.
1: Thank you. So, you know, we, you know, before we get into talking about veteran readiness and employment, I would love to know a little bit about what you do or what vets is.
3: Well, of course, I do work for the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs first. uh, Primarily, Mm -hmm. I am an employment specialist with uh, veteran readiness and employment, have been a proud uh, uh, employee for the past 16 years. Um, I've had a lot of years of experience in the veterans employment space, and one of the things that I have found out Uh, from uh, working and and working with a lot of colleagues and working with a lot of veterans and employers is that uh, the the government itself, whether it be a federal or a state or local government, can't uh, manage all aspects of veterans' uh, lives and issues and benefits. We really have to draw upon our community partners, and especially when we have uh, public-private partnerships and working with our nonprofit organizations and educational institutions around the state. This allows for the optimum uh, enhancement and maximization, if you will, of employment opportunities. So invest vets is one of those culminations of a nonprofit community-based organization. We're very proud of our partnerships, especially. Uh, we, of course, work with the VA. We work with uh, the state Michigan partners, including the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, uh, the Labor and Economic Opportunity, and many, many others out there in order to enhance uh, opportunities for veterans, for uh, guard members, reservists, and their family members. Uh, the Uh, The the idea here is that within our individual programs, sometimes we're limited by the eligibility criteria uh, to be able to put together events and other kinds of opportunities. When we partner, we just enhance everyone's opportunities.
1: Yeah, that's great. I mean, and you made a great point that, you know, The government can't solve all the problems, and so we we need to rely on our community partners and those who've come together in the different aspects to to reach veterans so great work that you're doing, and I I know that. It is. It's really phenomenal. I love to see all of the information and the traffic on what's going on within Fest and all the events that you all have for hiring. So that's great. Um, So talking about veteran readiness and employment with the VA, um, which, you know, for those of you who may not be familiar as a VA benefit, formerly known as Voc Rehab. So I would say Voc Rehabilitation and, and Employment. For veterans um, with a service connected disability. And so I am a I am a bulk rehab grad. I wasn't, it wasn't in when it was veteran readiness and employment, but that's what it is now. Um, and there are two um, E specialists, employment specialists in Michigan. Mike uh, Poyma is one of those two that covers the entire state. And they help veterans prepare for and find employment. So Mike, can you tell us a little bit about some of the qualifications for VRE and then what, what E is?
3: Well, you're correct. Uh, we rebranded ourselves to Veteran Readiness and Employment uh, just a couple years ago. And traditionally, we were known as vocational rehabilitation and employment, you know, back during the time that you were a participant. Uh, In my time, a number of years ago, I went through the program too as a vocational rehabilitation and employment. And I I think one of the most striking uh, things about the program uh, was the support that I received uh, as well as you and other veterans with um, first mitigating or reducing the impact of disabilities and our service-connected disabilities is that you know I I probably could have used the the GI Bill at the time but I had the personalized support and the individualized uh, customized plan to help reduce the impact of my disabilities and they helped prepare me for uh, a career and in this instance I was able to use it to get uh, a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. and you know a lot of veterans especially after transition we do see a lot of recently separated veterans apply to our program that entire that eligibility criteria I-, I should say is that you only have to have at least a 10 percent service-connected uh, VA disability rating. And my encouragement has always been glass half full, even with service members who expect to uh, get out, uh, perhaps with a memorandum rating, they call it, uh, of, of 20% or higher. But really, it's if you have a disability from the, from the military and you expect to have at least a 10% rating, you should be applying to VR&E through e-benefits. And it's a wonderful program.
1: Yeah, it is, and I, I think that there was this stigma a long time ago, and maybe it's not that way anymore. That you just had to be severely disabled. It was like just really trying to make sure that you were, you know, comfortable or could do things at home, or you know, that type of rehab when people think of rehab. But you know, I would say going through the program, um, you know, and not understanding how I was going to be able to do things with the disability and the severity of how it was affecting me at the time. Um, it really was encouraging to have someone who could believe in you and say, yeah, there are things that you can do. This is how we can get you there. And then, you know, I think, I, I, don't, I don't think I know that that aids in healing as well. So, um, you know, having that, that person or those persons who, who, who trust you to be able to do things to move forward with employment and readiness, um, that, that speaks volumes. So you guys are doing great work there.
3: You, I, Zaneda, you, you make a good point. If I could just add to that from from my own experience, look, you know, I, I got out of the army nearly 30 years ago. And, and so the stigma of disability was certainly much more pervasive then. I, mean, I think we've gotten ahead and done a lot of great work in that area. But, you know, think about that stigma. I think from a military service member's perspective, we tend to be more honest. And when I got out, I thought it was something that I had to tell employers, in fact, mm-hmm. that I was a disabled veteran. I think there are good opportunities for that. But then oftentimes uh, that is usually not the best choice. So you're right, that support can help us uh, look and identify at those situations and adjust accordingly.
1: Absolutely. And what you did in the military, you may not still be able to do because of your disability. And so I love that um, VR&E helps you to be able to see a different path and gives you the tools to to actually be successful in that path. So um, great work there. I would just um, ask you, you know, I know we, we're getting close on time, but you know, what do you think one of the biggest issues that veterans are facing in civilian employment right now? You
3: know, Zaneda, that's a great question. It has changed over the more than 20 years that I've been doing this. A lot of it has to do with the current economic and labor market uh, conditions, which as many of us know, it is still an incredibly tight market out there. And so one of the challenges that I have seen is especially for uh, veterans who, what we describe as underemployed, a lot of veterans in, and, and this is whether we are, they are disabled or not, Uh, working in jobs where in in their heart, perhaps even going back to their their military heart, they know that they're capable and they know that they have so many more skills. And I do hear this often from veterans who connect with me is that, you know, I, I just want to move up. I want to, and of course, money is one motivator, but it's also just that challenge because being in the military is what a lot of us can link back to. And it was mission driven, purpose driven, service related, and we wanna make an impact. And sometimes those underemployed veterans don't feel as if they are making that impact. And so I see that as one of the biggest challenges in in how to combat that within oneself and uh, look for uh, opportunities in the future.
1: All right, well, that's great. So really quickly before we wrap up, where can people find out more, which website?
3: va.gov very very simple there va.gov
1: all right well thank you so much for joining us today mike and thank you so much for your service army veteran huh.
3: ah huh. thanks today
1: all right well, we'll be right back on the veterans perspective Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. Joining me as our final guest today is Corey Kelly. Corey is a senior veteran talent acquisition partner at Rocket Central. Previously, he was a veteran talent acquisition partner at Rocket. He has a bachelor's of science degree in psychology from Wayne State University, where he was an active part of the university's military and veterans community. Corey also served four years in the Navy as an aviation electronics technician. Welcome to the show, Corey.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know. Uh... A couple of weeks ago at the conference, I actually meant to come over and say hi to you. I got sidebarred and the next thing I know I was up on the panel. So it's nice to finally meet you.
1: Yeah, you as well. And thanks for attending that conference. And you know, we're talking a little bit about that. And I just wanted to put out there that Rocket Companies where you work has grown from a single mortgage lender to an ecosystem of businesses that range from personal loans to title insurance to energy service, energy, solar energy providers. They're a goal level veteran-friendly employer. Congratulations on that. And okay. And they're very active in hiring and supporting veterans and their families. So, anyone interested can visit myrocketcareer.com to find out about some careers there. But so, you work for an awesome company. I know they've been a veteran friendly employer for quite some time now. Um, I would love to talk to you more, being this veteran um, uh, talent acquisition uh, specialist, uh, a little bit more about your experience in recruiting um, and hiring veterans.
0: Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. So I work on the Veteran Hiring Program, which is a team that's made up of veterans and spouses. And we support those in the veteran community looking to start their careers at Rocket Companies. I started with the organization back in 2020. Uh, but prior to that, while I was going to Wayne State, I had a couple of buddies who were like, Corey, you got to come work here. Corey, you got to come work here. And so Shortly before I graduated from Wayne State, I applied for a position. I didn't get the position I originally wanted, but my veteran recruiter was like, you know, we have a spot on my team available. I think you would be perfect for this position. And so she explained to me a little bit about the Tour of Duty program. It sounded great to me, so I went for it. Um, and the the rest worked out pretty well. But as a senior veteran talent acquisition partner, my main responsibilities include meeting with partners both internally and externally to make sure that we are providing veterans with a ton of opportunity to succeed in the organization. Um, I interview veterans, I can give them resume tips, uh, I can also help them find positions that they would be a good fit for, and then just recently, I also took over as the manager for the Tour of Duty program as well.
1: That's great. I mean, so you have you have a lot of experience. I mean, going through some of the, it looks like you've gone through some of the different programs as well, so you understand you understand what it takes and what's necessary for um, a veteran to become a part of Rocket, especially being a veteran yourself, and so thank you for your service there. Um it, you know, from the employer side, you know, because we talk about veteran employees and we talk about, you know, um, talk to veterans about applying for jobs, but what are some of the challenges you see on the employer side?
0: So that's a, that's a great question. From the employer side, having the ability to understand what the veteran means when they are applying for positions. So Luckily for us, we do have a team that can help translate between like an MOS, between a rate and how it relates to the positions that they're applying for. But not every organization has a team like our team. And so when you are going through the interviewing process, making sure that what you did in the military can translate easily to what you are applying for. And then don't be afraid to really flex on what you did in the military um, mm-hmm. I was a program manager in the military. I supported our HAZMAT program. I supported our ICRAL, our Emerald programs. How does that translate into becoming a talent acquisition partner, right? And so being able to explain what you did and how it relates to what you want. Um, and like I said, not every organization has a team like our team that can help translate that. So you got to be able to speak on that as a someone who's looking for a position. Yeah, no,
1: that's great. You Amy, you you talked about some really important things and, and making sure that you can articulate your skills. That's one of the things I hear from a lot of employers. And, you know, we have to be able to get out of, it's really hard, you know, the acronym stage too, right? Because not every civilian employer understands that so that is that that's good insight um on being able to maybe talk to yourself in the mirror okay this is i'm going to explain my resume here what does that look like and even looking at your resume to say okay there's a whole bunch of acronyms on here and i know what they mean but somebody looking at it will not know that that translation translates into being able to build programs and being able to to manage programs and being able to, to to do well in an hr environment they may not understand that so that's great point great point exactly Um, so, you know, what, what you went to the conference, um, you, you spoke about, and one of the things, um, that you spoke about was, um, the importance of veteran employee groups. Can you tell us a little bit about that and some of the cool things you all have done there?
0: Yeah. So at Rocket Companies, we have what we call TMRNs. Most other organizations call them ERGs or affinity groups. But at Rocket, we call all of our employees team members. So we call our affinity group a team member resource network. We have 13 of them throughout Rocket Companies that are dedicated to making sure that we provide inclusive environments for all of our team members. I joined as the vice president of our veteran TMRN last year and was promoted to president this year. Um, Some of the things that we have been focusing on since I joined are, are mainly two things. The first is increasing engagement. And we do that through internal communications, We do that through events. Just recently, we provided a ton of veterans within Rocket Companies tickets to the first Lions game, where they were able to go down on the field while the Lions were running out of the stadium, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, Anytime we can get involved with the Detroit Lions, I'm all for it. I'm a huge fan. Um, And then the second thing we are focusing on is increasing the awareness of resources for veterans. And what I mean by this is when I transitioned out of the military, one of the biggest obstacles that I personally faced was not understanding the resources that were available to me. And so when I joined the board, we wanted to focus on making sure that all of our veterans within the organization know our resources, not only internally, but externally as well. How to use our VA loan, how to use our military leave, how to use our pay differential, how to uh, use the GI Bill. Where are the local VA hospitals located? I want to make sure that all of our veterans understand the benefits that they are entitled to.
1: That's great. And that's, that is important because, you know, I'm I'm always speaking about how there's so many great resources out there, but if people don't know about them, then it's, it's a disservice. And so um, what you're doing is awesome. And, you know, anything we can continue to do to help, we're here for that. Um, you know, what is the biggest piece of advice that you would give maybe transitioning veterans looking to establish a career after their service?
0: I would say build the network. Um, we do a fantastic job through the MVAA building networks at an employee level or employer level. Um, as a employee or a team member looking for a position, use your network, use LinkedIn, Um, I got my first two positions because of people I knew, not necessarily because of what I did. Um, There's a a famous saying, right? It's not who you know, it's what, or it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, My personal saying is it's not who you know, it's who knows you, right? So if someone's looking for a candidate to come into the position, if your name is that first name that comes into their head, you're going to have a better chance of succeeding. And so use your military connections, use the, the connections you built over the last four years. When you get out of the military, get involved with the community, get involved with other veteran-friendly organizations and veteran-friendly networks, and use that to your advantage.
1: That is great advice. And I know, you know, people were like, oh, all I hear I hear networking all the time. But that is a critical piece of not only getting a job, but getting a job where you're not underpaid, where you're not underemployed, where you really are doing something that you're passionate about. So that is great advice, Corey. Um, you know, I, I want to thank you for being on the show today and for all that you're doing at Rocket Companies to make sure that we are um, we are taking care of our veterans. So thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Like I said, it, it's very nice to finally get to meet you. If you ever need another guest on your show, feel free to let me know. I will say uh, to those looking for positions, if you're interested in working at myrocketcareers.com, uh, you can find all of our positions there, or you can email my team directly at wehireveterans at rocketcompanies.com.
1: Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you need anything, please give us a call at one 800 Mishvet. That's 1-800-642-4838, and you can visit us at michigan.gov/MBAA. Thank you. And in one more thing, if you're struggling or you need to talk to somebody, you can always call 988. That's the Veterans Crisis Line.